and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of the Movie Misfits Podcast. Uh, I am indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez, and joined with me as always are the hosts, our other host of the show. We have formerly known as Jimothy James Dean, formerly known as Big Mad, but now he will be known as Roe Beast. And I say that, and I should have saved you for last, but honestly, it's really exciting. I'm excited about it, man. Uh, it's good. It's good shit. Um, you now have a YouTube channel, uh, you know, talking about uh, toys. That's right. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to this podcast enough, you've noticed I brought up action figures more than a few times. Uh, some of them I want to do for a long time. So, yeah, I have... This what the world needed more of me talking and sharing opinions. Um, but yeah, I have a YouTube show uh, dedicated to toy collecting, vintage toys, uh, toy community stuff, and then also sharing other people's collections, interviews with other fellow toy collectors, and then also some other future fun things uh, that will be unveiled awesome, at the man. right time. But yeah, awesome. Awesome, good deal. I'm excited. Thanks good for the shout out. Hey, um, is that you? Uh, I hate I hate to do this to you, man. But would you mind exiting and coming back into the stream? It's happening again. Oh, is this live? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I, just I, I just think it's this app. Not fix it in post. All right. I'll be right back. All right. Cool. And uh, right. while he does that, we'll. <laughs> We'll get you introduced, Dr. Dr. Dirty Derek, looking clean, mean, fighting machine with a sweet-ass haircut, bro. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm ready to podcast, man. I get my, you know, I I, I look good for the uh, live stream tonight. That's yeah. what I was, you know. Absolutely. Like, screw everybody else. I was like, you know what? Look, we're going we're gonna to be on camera. We're going to be streaming live. I, I can't be one of those uh, back alley doctors. Like, I got to look. Like clean look cut. as legit as possible. So legit uh, as possible. So you know, no success. No, no van in the back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you that's know? not that's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. Uh, but I guess we'll just. I mean, we'll wait for Jimothy to come back in. But anything else going on outside of the movie movie world for you? You know, man, I was I was I was really excited about uh Jimothy's uh you know podcast and uh you know I thought his his YouTube was really cool uh so subscribe wait he has a podcast Join. too i didn't know about that no i mean he's like he's oh, got the youtube his, channel he's got yeah. youtube yeah well um uh, which i thought which i thought was awesome and then i'm like you know what maybe i need to get on this youtube channel game yeah what I do? are you gonna get what into can it? i do maybe i will well i mean maybe i will i mean technically technically we we i mean you already are part of the youtube game because we do have first communion First a, communion, that is that is true. It's a slow burn, and, and, and you know it's going to happen. And you know, I think it just right now with schedules and everything going on, it's, it's a little make hard it to make that happen. But it's a good time. Yeah, it's a it's, good time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time. But yeah, no, uh, watching watching Jimothy's stuff. I mean, you know what? It is movie TV related. It's media related. You know, it it, it was uh, one informative, two funny because it's Jimothy. Um, you know, just lying his lying through his teeth, saying, "I'm gonna make this a short video," and it turns out to be a twenty. And then it's the Snyder cut. And it's like four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, in my defense, a lot of other toy YouTube channels, when they have like vlog styles, they go for like 40, 50 minutes. Mm. It's a relatively short. Did I break up? Yeah, you did. <laughs> God damn it. No, you're back now. That's okay. So you said, Wait, to be fair, it, other, it, it other toy like vloggers. You said every episode's going to be about four hours long. <laughs> yeah. That's well, okay. I, mean, I loved well, it. I loved <laughs> it. I thought it was great. Yeah, no. Please don't ever make them short, man. Honestly, be, the, the longer the better. Because, I mean, you get, to, you get to say your point and really deliver your ideas to it. Um, so... Uh, it, it really is good stuff, and I'm going to leave a link down below if you're listening to this on the podcast. Uh, go to – click on the link and subscribe to to, uh, uh, to Jimothy's channel, Robeast Reviews. Uh, so, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll get the name transferred over, you know, every you know eventually to where you're no longer Jimothy with us. Uh, but, you know, in our hearts. Whatever works, man. I mean, I, we, if the people who have been watching this long enough know me as – Jimothy Robeast Ro Dean. That doesn't work <laughs> anyway. Right. 
JR, we're going to call you JR for short. There you go. Hey, Jimothy Robies. Hey, JR, I like that. Uh, But hey, um, now that we've, uh, you know, kissed your butt enough, what y'all been watching? Uh, Well, I got to ask... Uh, Jr. Jimmy the Robeast, if uh, you've seen the new Creep Show episode, uh, no, I today it was gonna watch it today. I went and got my first vaccination shot, um, and then right, my right. my wife did too, and she didn't. She she started. We both started to not feel so great. So normally she works, so she uh, called in sick today. So we've just been lounging around. I was gonna watch it. I will watch it tonight. Um, I watched the other my other Friday night things. Uh, the it was uh, good. Winter Soldier and the uh, okay. Well, yeah, I did watch that too. You, you, are you caught up? Did you watch the uh, most recent uh, episode? I watched everything. Yep, so good. Yeah, there's so a lot of people saying they don't like it. I think they're why? silly because they don't like because they don't, don't like Wyatt Russell. I mean, it's. I mean, you're not supposed to like it. It's, well, that's the thing is exactly, and he's he's uh, you know the character. And you know, are we gonna do spoiler alerts? Are we fully yeah, okay, like, people? Yeah, okay. Like coming in like two seconds. Spoiler alert. Change on, the channel. Give, Don't give really. Give me a second. Hold on. Before we do that, uh, soldier spoiler alerts. Okay, there, there you go. go. If you didn't hear me, you could at least read it. And if you yeah. can't read it and didn't hear me, then we got problems. So, so. John, the so. <sighs> Obviously, they're not going to do the, his full story is much weirder than the version that we're getting well, on the yeah. TV show, but they're sort of making it more streamlined. But, you know, um, he does get super, he does get his basically his version of the Super Soldier Serum, which isn't actually the Super Soldier Serum. It's basically a super strength serum. Uh, Captain America in the comics can lift roughly about 800 pounds. So he's about basically the maximum human potential, while U.S. Agent is on par with like Spider Man strength, about 10 tons. But he, you know, he gets his powers from a guy that gave them to super-powered pro wrestlers. Whole other topic. The limited class wrestling federation. But in the comic, John Walker uh, does start off as Captain America before he becomes a U.S. agent. And he is also, basically, how I put this is, while uh, Steve Richards is the idealistic version of a patriot, somebody who does what's right because it's right, and, you know, he, you know, he loves his country, but he'll always... He cares more about Americans than he does American politics. Blah, blah, blah. Right. U.S. agent is basically the very like what what is the actual kind of American idea of patriot? What the reality of patriotism? Where it's blind patriotism. He has a chip on his shoulder. He's very angry. Uh, he's kind of a asshole. So so far, this iteration is going right to you know where he should be. Um, now, does he go batshit crazy? Uh, not to the level of this episode of the show, but it's definitely on par with the character. Yeah, be beware of violence. But uh, yeah, he's <laughs> now. Let me let me ask you: Do you think at the end of the because only, uh, from my understanding, a limited series run? They said it's only going to be six episodes. It's not going to get a season two. It's just a segue. It's like a mini mini span. Who do you think is going to don taking bets now? Who do you think is going to don the Captain America mantle? Think anybody? Uh, yeah, because it's already been ruined. And first off, it, it's going. It goes in line with the comics because, it, so, the comics in the modern comics. I mean, everybody. I don't know. If, I was gonna say everybody knows, but at one point, Bucky becomes yes. Captain America a few years ago when Steve Rogers is quote unquote killed, um, and he dons the costume for a while. But then a few years later, for quite a long time, in fact. It, they both had pretty long runs with it. These weren't like one, you know, month and done. Uh, but Sam Wilson was the new Captain America for a long time. Um, and toys, of, there was a toy leak, as I've mentioned before in the show. Toy leaks have ruined major plot points of movies. That's how Ghosts, that's how uh, Mecha Godzilla got revealed early. But it is going to be Sam Wilson. Sorry, spoiler okay. alert. It's already right. been out well, there. Okay. But, um, okay. but it does, I mean, now the big rumor right now is that. Apparently in episode three, they basically hinted at Wolverine. For those that don't watch, yes, didn't watch the show, the, the princess, they Wolverine. went to the princess bar. Yeah. So, um, but apparently I didn't see, I don't see, but apparently there's like a visual clue or something. I didn't, I've heard it, but I've heard the rumblings online, but I didn't see anything specifically, but um, yeah. And then there was a rule or there's something, um, something came out today that apparently next episode, a, 
a major Marvel character makes his on-screen MCU debut with a, a very popular actor playing the role. That came out today from some website uh, I watched maybe an hour ago. So I don't know. I mean, is it going to be Wolverine? Is it fine? Is it Tom Hardy as Wolverine? I doubt it, but um, we'll see. You can't be Venom and Wolverine at the same time. That's just silly. I mean, is it, I'll, I'll take it. Is it John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic? That would be dope. I would be super stoked for that. Yeah. I don't I know would, if it would be or I mean, not. I mean, fan, that's what the fans wanted, and rarely do fans get exactly what they want, but it was I think it was such a popular idea that I would be super stoked for it. I think uh, him and his wife uh, are actually great choices for, yeah, you know, are. Reed Richards yeah. and Sue Storm. So I just think what they should do is have Chris Evans come back and reprise his role as, as a human torch and then never mention the fact that it's the same guy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> In a, in a multiverse situation, you could have that. I mean... Exactly. So It's very true. We'll see. I'm, now I'm excited to watch next Friday's episode now. Um, yeah, me too. I'm, I mean, I was like, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the level of action and you know, espionage and all that stuff. I've liked every episode so far. Like I said, for a giant comic book nerd, um, you know, like... You know... They've already been enough, like a little Easter eggy kind of like, um, you know, even just the power broker alone, which is, uh, you know, he's it's a character that, you know, a sea level character villain, mainly not even a villain, it's just a guy who basically had a super soldier or a super, he basically gave people superpowers for money, um, but it's just a cool way they've done it and stuff. And the flag smash, I was explaining to my wife that flag smasher in the comics is just a dude in a, in a white, you know, outfit and a black cape. Right. He's not. This is way more complex than the actual character, but anyways, I'm 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 enjoying it though. I was really excited for this last episode. Speaking of uh, reviews or toy toy spoilers, did you guys see the uh, the clip from the new Ghostbusters movie with the mini state oh, yeah. football man? That that, that was also another one that I think was spoiled by toys because the toy line had been out for for some time. Um, and so they released a clip, but I, I, I died. I thought it was hilarious. Like I'm getting so much good vibes of this movie. Even Bill Murray, the, the man yep. who binned doing any type of Ghostbusters three has like claimed that it really has an element of the first like Ghostbusters movie. And that says a lot coming from that guy. So yeah, I agree. I, I think it's very cool that they're kind of, you know, they're, they're taking it at a different level, but you know, I love Paul Rudd. He's great in everything he does. So, cool. you know, I, I think he's going to do fantastic. So he's the perfect actor for me for that role. In fact, um, somehow, you know, before the trailer came out last year, I somehow I did either slip by me or I just forgot that he was in it. So that when I showed, when he popped up in the trailer, I was like, Holy shit, it's Paul Rudd. I was like, but that little sequence they showed is incredible. The music in the scene is incredible. All the like, the uh, homages to the first films. And again, spoiler alert. I mean, at this point, I think it, you know if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you've seen seen the clip most likely. But um, yeah, the little Stay Puff guys, <laughs> uh, which is so adorable and funny. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great, man. I I at first I wasn't so keen, not so keen, but I just you know it's more. I'm still. I mean, you know, we can't tell a movie from a literally like a 45 second little clip but he, like you said what bill murray said and bill murray is not one bill murray's never been one to kiss ass or you know um he, he has very praise, high standards as far as he did praise the woman version of ghostbusters look say what you want about that i i actually like that movie like people shit on that movie all the time it was just it wasn't the original no but I actually thought it was pretty funny. So I yeah, I thought there was moments that were really great. I think, uh, yeah, I think if anything, it was just if it wasn't. <laughs> let's not get into it. That's a whole can of worms. That's a whole episode to itself. I, I, we'll say like I I just love that my kind of favorite duo in that that movie. Well, number one, Chris Hemsworth surprised me exponentially yep. about his his comedy acting chops. Like that guy was hilarious in that movie, and Kate McKinnon. And um, trying to think of her other name. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Nope. Most of the one place Patty. Ah, uh, black got her name. I'm holding Jimothy. What's 
Oh, you're talking about um uh uh um uh, um Leslie Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Yes, thank you, thank yeah. you, Kate, Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. Man, they were so funny together because they were so different. Uh, but yeah. I I love that you know I love Kate McKinnon. She I just, love she's Kate hilarious McKinnon. anyway. So. Yeah, I, I love Kate McKinnon. I think she was great in that role, that kind of the kind of new version of Egon, but like her version of yeah. a weird yeah. scientist person. I thought she was great. I, I, like, I, liked, I did like the movie. There's a few things that I'm like, mm, not a fan yeah. of, but you know, yeah. that's that's not it's not to say it was like some, you know, a lot of misogynists were just ready to hate it because, you know, women, but whatever. Um, but I will say this, though, uh, to going back to that trailer, that's something I'm like, oh, look that kind of fan service or like nostalgia thing. Like my biggest problem with you know, a lot of people hate, you know, the, uh, the new star Wars, the newest star Wars trilogy. Uh, but I, I, ha I hate things about it, but it's not the things other people uh, hate about it. My main thing is like, I wish they just hadn't, didn't try to t throw in a bunch of nods to the original films. I wish it, they could have just been new characters who stood on their own, maybe have a tangential relationship to, you know, you know, episodes, four, five, and six, but either way, the thing, I, normally, like, with this, like, oh, guess what, they brought back little Stay Puft Marshall Man, I, I would have rolled my eyes. I would have been like, oh, of course they did. Some character that, I mean, even trying to explain that is kind of stupid, but having seen the trailer, the way they handled it, which kind of felt like an Amblin, like, kind of felt like Gremlins, yeah. I was like, okay, this is perfect. This is, the vibe is yeah. perfect, and also, yeah. I'm sorry, they're adorable, little fat, little oh, Stay Puft Marshall oh, I mean, they're, they're actually, like, if they come up with a plushie or a Pop Funko, I will absolutely buy one. I think they're adorable. Plus, the the great tie-in is to the original is that State Puff was a marshmallow. Like, it was it's an actual, brand. like, marshmallow that people could buy. So, like, it, it ties in well because they're, like, literally, he's, like, in a bag of State Puff marshmallows and they they pop out of the bag so it's not like they're you know like how did a state pop part pop out of a normal marshmallow bag no like that's a brand um which i think was a well, smart and thing, that's, to the do. thing that's why it works but you know they just the, the coincidence of it you know of them choosing the one on this like unthreatening image that you know ray chooses the least threatening thing he could think of to destroy the world the state of marshall land and just 30 years later the ghost i mean you're saying there's that element of like come on like there's a million other things but it works so well because of how it's handled and the fact that, again, they're adorable, but then they kind of, like, have this, like, mischievous gremlins style. Like, it it you kind know. of remind me of the scene in uh, Army of Darkness where all the little Bruce Campbells yeah. are. All the little, all the yeah, lashes. little Bruce Campbells. Yeah, funny, <laughs> you know? Cracks, cracks me up. Now, Jimmy D, have you been watching uh, the Invincible series? I have. I am loving it. Um, you know, my wife actually prefers that over um winter soldier um uh love it it's exactly when they announced first off for years once once walking dead came out a lot of people were like man i hope they do invincible but you know i don't think it would work as a live action i think the, first off the art style they're, they're, doing, they're doing a live action which is weird are they they're doing a live action which is gonna veer away from the comics so they're going to do it different than this this version, which is very like toe for toe with the comic. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm loving it. The you know I you know as somebody who read the you know comic book for a long time, I, I dropped off probably around issue thirty ish. Um, my twin brother though has read everything. I've I now know what happens because of you know looking things up. But I was a big style. Um, you know, uh, um, it's such a it's such an homage to to like kind of traditional comic book tropes, and then just you know like Hickman does, uh, it sort of veers off in a very hard left all of a sudden out of nowhere, and then the series continues to do that, kind of do surprising things, and again it's excessively violent and bloody. Um, that's so crazy. Oh, but it's going to be a movie, not a series. Okay, well yeah, that oh, might work. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, movie in, so. But uh, yeah, but um, I love it. I love the voice cast. Michael Dornett uh, as as Battle Beast, uh, who will be everybody's favorite character, um, who well, premiered in this episode. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Like I, honestly, spoiler alert right now, um, just for the first episode, but just the end of the first episode is just such a what the fuck moment. Like, yeah, they're just you know the main hero just 
killing all the other heroes. And you're like, what just happened? Like, here's this like role model, this pinnacle. You know, I also like kind of all the all the characters are like kind of rip. I don't want to say rip offs, but like their plays on other uh, superheroes as well. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of the guy. Like, what is it? Like, Darkwing or something? Yeah, like, I mean, there's. There's and that's the thing is that's been a comic book trope for years of like making characters that are homages to other companies. Well, they did that with the tank, other... right? I mean, you see that with the tank yeah. too. They had a bunch. Oh, of well, that's there. that's especially because I mean it's, it's purely <laughs> satirical. But yeah, the fact that you have these archetypes like a Martian Manhunter type and a Flash type and a Superman type, uh, and then yeah, and then the you know the main character's dad who is basically the pin, like basically like the in this universe. First, he's digitally Superman. He's the yeah. alien with unbelievable strength and superpowers that came from another planet to be this Earth's protector. But, you know, spoiler alert, he's not. Um, uh, and he's actually – and I, there, there's more they haven't gotten into. But yeah. anyways, but yeah, but it's great. And like I said, uh, one thing I love about it is the I, the, the art style is fantastic. It's very crisp. It's very, like, clean. Oh, beautiful. It looks very much like the comic art. But when it gets bloody and violent, it, like – it goes up to another level of art, and it's just, dude, it's so good. It is. I, I, love, the anima- I love the animation style. It, you know what it reminded me of is, and I know it's not exactly like it, but like during like the fight scenes and the like really graphic scenes, it reminds me of like an uh, like Aeon Flux. Remember Aeon Flux? Like the, of course, it's yeah. a very similar style of like to be like when it gets gritty, of that kind of like, you know, teeth flying everywhere and um, all the blood, just the the like the spidery web style yeah. of just you know like big giant drops of blood everywhere yeah it's and i think I, i'm hoping people are digging it you know i i hope it goes the cat the legs of the cast is phenomenal um uh i just you know first just having steven yoon play invincible i think was such a great choice um and like jk simmons is his dad like how can you not yep. like want to listen jk simmons all day that's what I want to. And like I said, though, for and the, like I said, first off, you got J.K. Simmons, you got um, uh, Marshall Ali. I mean, the the cast is incredible. Um, uh, but like I said, this episode, Michael Dorn Wharf uh, is uh, voicing a character, which I don't know how that guy doesn't do more voiceover work because he has a one of the most magnificent voices in the history of television. But he he basically voices the coolest character in the entire comic series. Uh, who I'm assuming, like I said, will now be a probably a fan favorite as of this episode because he is a bad motherfucker. But um, anyways, and plus he's a giant kitty cat man. That's right up my alley. <laughs> it's right up James's alley. If you're, if you're totally a badass and you're a kitty cat man, like you're, it's like you're just That's gonna get I, get like a battle cat, uh, a battle beast tattoo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, uh. Let me, because uh, I know y'all are, you know, y'all are like at least a decade older than me. I uh, just re- wanted to remind y'all about that. Appreciate and, that. Right? Thank you. No, Thank no, you no, for my, my pleasure, just to let y'all know how much knowledge y'all contain. Uh, so maybe y'all missed this one growing up, but um, I actually, I started watching the Mighty Ducks reboot, man. And, and Hey, <laughs> me too. Isn't it good? Like that little Dude. kid, the, that, that, that little fat kid, he's the, the guy with the podcast is fucking hilarious I, the, he's my favorite character but yeah it's actually not bad i i you know the, the two episodes that i've seen so far i think another one may, may may come out this week but yeah no it's actually really good i, I give it i give it you know a, a thumbs up and a half it's a nostalgia trip you know yeah. like i mean that's a that's the thing it's like uh, you know i mean love the love the mighty ducks i mean i watched all the movies when i was a kid you know gordon bombay emilio estevez like in his prime but I, I like that he's, you know, kind of this cantankerous old fart now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Very like, bitter old vet. Hockey vet. Yeah. I like, sucks, hates hockey now, you know. Yeah. Not a fan of kids. Um, but I think it's it's got heart, which is what the movie, the first original movie was about. It was about the misfits, you know, and and I really, I, I like that. From what I read, almost every one of the characters uh, is going to make some type of appearance throughout the entire like series run. Um, Probably not Goldberg though, huh? Well, you know, actually, he said that. So obviously, if anybody get a little celebrity news here, the the gentleman plays Goldberg has obviously fallen on very hard times. Um, he got into him like he's an alcoholic, he's a drug addict. Um, he was arrested a few times. Just look, 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 terrible. Doesn't look uh, anything like how he used to look. 
Yeah, apparently he's he's uh, been sober now for like seven or eight months. He's like in sober living. He's like doing really good. They just did an interview with him. And so somebody had said like, what about Goldberg? And they said, look, you know, guy's doing good. Like maybe season two, if he keeps doing good, right, he can he can pop back in. Um, you know, hey, I, I've seen every comedy guy out. Look at Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, was he? You know, I mean, I, yeah. I was wrestling like yeah, dozens wow. of times in Hollywood. He's, he's man, so one of the greatest actors. Um, you know, hopefully he will go down more of the Iron Man route and not the Charlie Sheen route. But <laughs> no well, tiger blood for you, my friend. Well, that's kind of uh, six degrees of separation with Emilio Estevez there, huh? Uh, that is true. I, for, I always forget their brothers, man. I'm telling you, all the time. <laughs> I don't even remember when I watched that movie when they were trash trying called Men at Work. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the movie. And honestly, I own I, that movie. To, to me, personally, like, Emilio Estevez is my favorite one. Like, because, I mean, uh, he's, I think, personally, he's he's the, the better actor. Uh, per, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. That's what Re- I was just about Re- to say. Repo, man. Yeah, Repo. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's um, good. But yeah, I mean, Repo Man and, and Maximum Overdrive cemented him as yeah. being like, I mean, and look, man, Charlie Sheen, it was actually great. Uh, before yeah. Two and a Half yeah. Men, he, he was pretty rad. Um, I mean, uh, there, was a, there was talks around, you know, Hot Shots Apart, duh, that he wanted to play Spider-Man. He was trying to be Spider-Man. And at the time, I was like, yes, Charlie Sheen and Spider-Man is awesome. It never happened, but... Yeah, it's just sort of sad. Now, I would honestly, love uh, if if they do it into the Spider Verse, where there's a version of Charlie Sheen's Spider Man, Spider Blood. What would be amazing? What would be amazing if it was actually he's in Charlie Sheen as Spider? Like it's like Charlie Sheen got bit by radioactive. And, and Nicolas Cage is Superman. Like just put those two together, like in one <laughs> bad unit. And Tom Cruise is Iron Man. Like Tom Cruise's Love. Iron Man, because that was original. You know, you watch all these stories of like right. who would have played these characters if this was cast, in the, you know, in the '90s and you know yep. whatnot. It's amazing who they were, you know, would have considered when they talked about the Marvel universe for these roles. You know, Tom Cruise was they wanted him for Iron Man. Yeah, it was Iron Man bought the right. He had the his production company had the rights to it, and just never came through. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful so, it didn't. You know, I mean, it revitalized Robert Downey Jr.'s career. So. You know, I'm, I'm happy it went the direction it did, but plus, I don't know if I could picture Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Not anymore, but I think at the time I could have if he grew a little mustache, um, a little like Errol Flynn mustache. Um, I, now, I would Derek, laugh if he was like Sorcerer Supreme or Doctor Strange. That would be great. I don't know. That's the one I don't know if he can see. Like, I, I buy him as a rich billionaire playboy. Do I buy him as a. Master of the Mystical Arc. I mean, I don't know. He's a great a cook, creepy, dude. Creepy Mystical Arc guy? Maybe. If you've ever seen Magnolia, I truly believe he could play any role he wants to. As Look, long as he's, 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 he's a good away. actor. He's a good actor. You'll exactly. never hear me say that he's not a good actor. Um, exactly. Personally, I, mean, I don't know. I guess he's supposed to be a – we talked about this. He's supposed to be a really nice guy too. So yeah. I, 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 I don't have any really foundation for not, li- for not liking Tom Cruise. I just, you know – I mean, I mean, you know, the Scientology thing, and apparently how he treated his like the people he's been with, how he was, you know, whatever. Let's, if that's a rabbit hole. Hey, Derek, I do want to talk about Hunter Hunter because I feel like I know. Oh, I do want to yes, talk about thank you. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Hunter Hunter. Okay, real quick though, I do want to talk about two things before we get because I feel like that's gonna take. Then I'll let you go as it should. Uh, but the first one I want to talk about just because you've already seen it, and I was just sort of, uh, I finally watched the the Craft Legacy. Um, uh, and I liked it. I thought it was, f- I thought it was fun. Um, I mean, I liked, I liked that. Yeah, it, on paper, or especially as a start, like, goddamn, this is like an exact duplicate of the first one. And then once they get into it, it's com- it's not at all like. Yes, there are four girls. There's witches, but that's like you know. And there's you know, well, there's warlocks. Thing, there's warlocks but, in but this. Yeah, there's warlocks, which is sort of the surprise of the movie, and that David Duchovny. The villain, even though I saw that coming the second they introduced him, I was like, Oh, he's the villain. Like, it's so it's so obvious. Spoiler alert! But I don't know, I I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, again, even though politically I'm all on board for what it's trying to say, and you know, like the inclusion and 
you know, even the fact that there was, you know, trans a- actor in the film, even though I don't think, I don't know, I don't know if that person was really trans, which I was going to be like, mm, I don't know how that worked. Like, you know, you know, because now, like, again, it, there's a, a movement for people, you know, people, if you're going to hire an actor who is trans or, you know, have a trans, you should hire an actor who's trans to play the character. There's that whole argument. But either way, that's a whole other can of worms. But I liked it. Another movie that I wanted to see if you'd seen before we get into Hunter Hunter is, and I'll let you start with Hunter Hunter. Um, do you have you seen, did you see that movie? I think we're alone now and not the documentary about Tiffany, but uh, the Peter Dinklage um, film that came out last year called, I think we're alone now. I don't think I did. It is fucking really good. It is great. First off on paper, it has my, the greatest cast I could think of. Cause it's, my man, Peter Dinklage, the Dink. Well, he's Elle Fanning. Awesome. Yeah, never not awesome. L Fanning and uh um uh oh God Lord. Uh Sideways, every movie made Paul that Giamatti. Uh, Paul Giamatti, thank you. Thank thank you. Um so it's got Peter Dinklage and Paul Giamatti in the, in in a movie together, which I'm like, I this is the perfect movie already, but it's sort of a, like, end-of-the-world scenario, or, like, a, you know, people are, like, basically, like, something is wiped out, what you think is pretty much everybody on Earth, and then... Anyways, it's a sort of a slow character study movie that's very quiet, but it's kind of, like, melancholy, but there's also a really great sense of humor into it. And then, like, the last 30 minutes, I don't really fully understand what, like... It's just it goes in a really weird direction by the end, but it's I don't know again I don't know if you've seen it I I liked it but I can't expl- I mean I liked it because the cast was so good and they're so they were so great like Elf, for the majority of the movie the, it's mainly just Peter Dinklage who's basically he lives in the library in this beautiful town in uh, New York State that's like right by the ocean and it's like the most beautiful little seaside town and it's just gorgeous and quaint and beautiful. But he's like he basically like he goes house to house and he cleans up the dead bodies of the people who have been wiped out because of this. Basically, you think it's a, or it's a virus um, and he cleans her home. And, and anyways, and then all of a sudden somebody shows up and it's Elle Fanning and she's like their exact op. But he's like this quiet, you know, keeps himself. And she's like a, like, a, you know, like a girl in her 20s who's. Just, you know, anyways, it's, but it's, it was a really good film, even though I don't know why. The last 30 minutes of it just, it goes in a really weird direction story wise that they don't really fully explore, but it's, but again, it's Paul Giamatti. And anyways, it's, I still really liked it, but I, I don't know if you saw it, but it was a pretty interesting I, film. I have not, but you know, I mean, Peter Dinkins, is, I mean, you had me at that. I mean, Elle Fanning's yeah, exactly. great too. Like, I mean, she's, she's a really great actress. I loved her Neon Demon. Uh, she has some good acting chops. So, you know, it's really weird. You know, when Dakota Fanning was, an, uh, you know, more of a bigger actor, actress, mm-hmm. and Al Fanning was like the little sister, I was like, oh, Dakota Fanning's going to be like really big and famous, and Al Fanning's going to be like, you know, the little sister that's like trying to catch up. But like, man, Al Fanning's like an ass. Like, I don't know where Dakota Fanning is And I think Al Fanning's be doing more interesting roles than Dakota. In fact, I, I actually would even go so far as to say I think Al Fanning's the better actor. But either way, interesting movie. Again, I keep saying it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I would suggest it to everybody. But again, if you ever get a chance to check it out, just because I'm curious to speak, especially like I said, the last 30 minutes right. where it goes story-wise, and I'm like, what? But well, anyways, I'm gonna, I'm let's talk And we're going to talk about it in the next, the next podcast. So. But you were the one that made me, you said you need to watch Hunter Hunter. I saw it. I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Uh, just because the little snippet was like, oh, this sounds like something I need. I actually thought it was going in a different direction. But why don't we talk about it? And you can, I'll let I'll let you talk about it. Well, I'll yeah, I mean, so this this is another one that yeah, to your point, like goes in a very different direction. So it's just high level. First of all, it's got my boy Devin Sawa in there. Uh, very different from his idle hands days. Uh, you know, him, his wife, his daughter. They live kind of in Alaska, right? Is it like Alaska or something like some something like that, right? Yeah. Um, they they. In the middle of nowhere in the woods off the land they trap they you know first for goods like you know you could tell the, the kind of wife you know wants a little bit more you know that's it's a very hard life you know he's they make their own soup and make their own clothes and roll their own cigarettes and 
barter for stuff at the store and you know it's just this whole thing it, it is a, at the start like a little bit of a slow burn and the, the whole premise is there's this wolf that keeps coming back keep coming back every year and they're the wife the daughter they're afraid of it and the husband you know is just like look i'll take care of it and then you know just one one day spoiler like the husband goes looking for it and stumbles upon a, a camp of dead bodies it's just a dumping ground for a serial killer and then it kind of from there you know goes it goes in a entirely different direction i will say to his credit uh nick Saul, who is another actor who very much got caught up in, in the world of drugs and dropped off the map for a while. He started to come back a little bit. He's a good actor, you know. Like I, I think he did a really great job in this in this movie. Um, it's a very unassuming um, as a guy, but um, yeah. In, in just the ending, man, out of left field ending. Which is something that I feel like I've written that ending. It was like, man, I wish this would happen. But you never like never thinking an actual movie's gonna go that direction, and that's no. what it did, and you're like But you know, but they set it up. They through this film they set it up. Like she is definitely capable of doing it physically because if obviously, you know, that's what they do. They're like you know, they, they skin animals, they live off the land, they're very um you know, that's their they're you know, that's what they're used to. But I'll be honest with you, between the the whole setup of it, at first you think it's the wolf. You think it's yeah. this alpha wolf who's yeah. out there killing people. Um, I was like, this is a fucking werewolf movie. A really cool, you know, like, realistic take on a werewolf movie. And then, I mean, then it's it's not that. It is, like you said, spoiler, it is, it's more about a serial killer or just some psychopath. But the ending, uh, it's just, yeah, like, it's, and it, again, it's, it's a quiet movie. Um, like you said, it's almost like both Devin Sawa and Nick Stahl both disappeared from Hollywood. They were like the young, you know, they were actors who acted young and then were you know, had sort of, you know, bright careers and then disappeared. And then Devin Sawa came back. I think the first thing he'd done in a long time was that the fan movie that um, that yeah. uh, Glenn I, Bis- yeah, I, mean, I think he he was in like a couple of like kind of like I don't want to say lower budget movies, but he he was in uh, the that movie, uh, the uh, escape uh, escape plan. He was in like the third one of that with uh, Stallone and uh, Dave Bautista played the you know rugged army guy, um, militant guy. He was in um, just one with Guy Pierce that came out last year where he kind of played a, a badass biker. Um, I forget the name of it. Um, do, do you know? Do, do you know? Uh, watching. Not this movie. I think it was the last thing I saw him in, which now I can't even remember what it was. Um, but I was like, man, I want him and Ethan Suppley. Disturbing the piece. Who is, you know, the big fat guy from like Mallrats and American History X. Basically, he always played the fat guy. He was in Boy Meets World. He was the uh, he was Big Ben Vader's son in Boy Meets World. Anyways, Ethan Suppley was like, you know, the, he always played the fat dude. And now he's like buff. Yes. Yeah, so and he looks like a man. And even and then Devin Sawa used to be like a skinny kind of like you know uh, slacker kind of kid, and now he's like a manly man. I was like, these guys should. I'd just like to see him in a movie together, just to say like, oh, can you imagine what these guys looked like twenty years ago, and how you know now they're playing these like masculine tough guy roles. Yeah, anyway, I, I was really surprised, surprised because you're you're right. Like you know him from this role of being a, um, you know, kind of a stoner slacker like teen comedy yeah and, and he was just rugged and tough as fuck in this movie he just reminded me of an old chiseled wood guy like a wood guy very believable in that role. very believable in that role of what he was playing like i believed him as like this sort of anti-social mountain man but then again they didn't go over the top he didn't have like a long he didn't look like fucking duck dynasty he was just like a normal kind of yeah. like you know yeah you know, guy who's just separated himself from society, um, you know. But of course, his wife is, you know, super. You know, like that, you know, it. You know, his daughter's like really pretty, and you know, they tried to make her all like you know mountain manish, but it's still she's still like a. You know, what I'm saying it's like she's. But either way, I really liked it. Like I said, it's a very strange movie, and you know where it goes. But I, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those movies that kind of like Kill List where I will definitely recommend to people just for the ride of the movie of just 
don't tell me anything. Just like watch this movie and then just to see where the story goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the second we got to that last scene, I was I was literally messaging you and I'm like, you have to watch this. This is like, it's, it blew my mind. I, I sat there for like about two minutes after the movie ended. Like, that just really happened. <laughs> like, I panned back to it just to like make sure like. Yeah, that really did. That really did happen. Um, obviously, like she does what she does under very tragic circumstances, which I also did not think that they would do in this movie. Um, building up, you know, the way the family is being being kind of tough, being to the land, having their wits about them. You know, I, I, I thought for sure it was going to go a different direction when she gets knocked out, when she wakes up. It's, you know, unfortunately, you know, very terrible and uh, devastating. So. Uh, not giving it to be on there. Fun fact, though, it, I meant to ask you about this. Uh, Devin Sawa is actually going to be in the new Chucky TV series. I, I think you I, – I, did I hear that from you? I could have I heard that from you. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad that he's going to – like I say, he's been working consistently just in, like, kind of low-budget films. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on it, the Chucky TV show. Like, I don't think we've really talked about it. Obviously, it's not going to come out until the fall. The Don Mancini's doing this show. Um, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on like what you what you kind of thought of it. You know, again, for me, I reserve judgment until I actually see it. But you know, something that Mancini's involved—that it's a direct continuation of the mythology of the films he's already set up. And knowing that, um, most importantly, the voice of Chucky is you know uh, involved. Um, yeah, I'm I'm aboard, man. Like, I mean, I don't know where you take this story to that you can flush it out into a TV series, um, but I'm I'm on board for the ride. You know, even if it goes just one season, we get one season out of it. Cool, man. I mean, you know, um, I've liked, I haven't loved every single Child's Play movie, um, but I've at least. I haven't loved them all, but I've enjoyed pretty much all of them for one reason or another. I think the last few have been you know, were pretty underrated. I think like Cult of Chucky is really interesting, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Like, so yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could like, I mean, I think he set it up in a way that you could do something really fun with it because even though it's following this particular Chucky doll in Chucky's hometown of Hackensack, New Jersey. Um, he, you know, the last child's play, he could possess a ton of dolls. So you really could do almost a season following a different doll, like through a destructive rampage. I mean, and, and tie it back to the boobies. I mean, the great thing is that they're bringing back all the characters. So they have Jennifer Tilly, they have uh, Alex Vincent, they have, uh, and I'm trying to forget her name, but she played the kind of big sister in uh, in the second one. Um, oh yeah, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the blonde, Kristen. Yes, Thank you. Yes, yeah. Uh, she'll be back. Fiona Dorff will be back. Um, obviously, Brad Dorff is the, the voice. Um, I, I love the the fact too. Like, here's the thing. Obviously, like I don't know if many people know this or not. Not that it really matters, but obviously, you know, Dog Mancini's gay. Um, and I love the fact that he's making his like main protagonist gay in this small judgmental town, um, which I, I think is kind of cool. And I think very adventurous yeah. of him to to kind of take that route. Not that it should be adventurous in this day and age. Like, hey, you know, like it shouldn't matter at all. If it's a good character, it's a good character. Yeah. But people are edge lords and they care, you know. So I do think like to to enter into that and create a really strong character that that also happens to be part of the GWTQ community yeah. is awesome. So yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, I think it, I think it's going to be a fun ride. Just you know, uh, the I watched a uh, video the other day that showed the front page of the script. Don Mancini released it. Um, it's titled "Misadventures in Death." <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> it already sounds fun. Um, yeah. Sci Fi Channel has been doing a really great job. Uh, with their TV shows, like as of late, so I'm 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 pretty stoked for it. Uh, James, have you watched the uh, the also the Alan Turdick TV show on Sci-Fi called like Resident Resident Alien? Resident Alien? No, it's I. It was going to be one. I know it got announced that they picked it up for a second season. I love him. He's great. He's been literally steals everything he's ever in. Um, it's one of those things that I don't watch a lot of episodic TV series. 
until usually I can binge it. Like I hate watching it. You know, I, uh, watching it weekly is a nightmare. I'm doing that with Attack on Titans, and I want to blow my brains out. Um, so uh, probably eventually, when there's a few seasons under wraps, I'll I'll probably binge it. I've heard nothing but good. My best friend, he, him, and his wife love it. Um, I mean, it's an interesting concept. So yeah, I'll definitely want. It. I just it to me, I can't watch uh, that. It, the advent of streaming has ruined me for like and now that a lot of companies like netflix and you know they're making us go back to and you know instead of like it all get when all this first marvel like daredevil and all the shows they released them all boom whole season at once and i would stay up for 24 hours watching them all and just you know but now i gotta they've gone back to you know weekly like releases and i hate it i hate it so much but, but yeah i'll watch it eventually it's, it's on my it's like a million other things it's definitely on my list it's hard, right? There's just only so much time in a day to watch stuff. And and I find myself like, I, I can't, I've gotten to the point where like, I have to be really hooked on something to really binge watch it all. So yeah, to your point, like an episodic, like I'll wait till there's a season, I'll watch like an episode here and there, like catch up on it. If it's really good, I'll continue to watch it. But um, I just don't have the patience. Like I jump around too much to watch like sit down and watch like something for an entire series, like all at one time, unless it's like phenomenal. Uh, like polar, like uh, Solar Opposites, the new season of that is awesome. So, uh. oh yeah, I, I I actually binged that too. Jesus, I mean honestly, they just needed uh, look. Spoiler alert, but not really a spoiler. The way they did that Hulu that that cinematic introduction on, on one of the last few episodes was probably one of the greatest things I, I I've seen with Hulu. And the way they they throw in like the. Not even the Hulu shade, but they make fun of Hulu, even though it's a Hulu like Hulu original. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, but uh, I honestly want a whole whole series just based off the wall, uh, <laughs> like it, just the wall people. I, oh, right. I think wasn't that actually weren't they talking about that because that was such a huge thing with like fan reaction that they they thought about doing a spinoff. I mean, they could. I, they they should. Uh, but even like, uh, even, uh, I, I keep on wanting to call it a fupa. What, what's its name? A fupa. The, the, a pupa. Yeah, yeah, the pupa. That, he needs his own series too. Like, it has so much, but that's, that's how good it is. Like, it could branch off to so many different things and just be, be amazing. They're, I mean, the, the writers so, are great. Uh-oh. Now, I don't know if you guys have the news uh, or read the, um, you know, it looks like Thomas Middleditch might be canceled. Um, he's like, there's assault, like, you know, sexual assault allegations against him. And I heard that news. a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, it, yeah. it came back up a few like, I think last week or the week before. Wait, who? Um, somebody like Thomas Middleditch. Oh. Oh, it was an actress, an actress who was actually on. Uh, um, uh, uh, Silicon Valley. But. Yes, on Silicon Valley uh, accused him or said that, you know, she's like, look, I told you guys he's a piece of shit. So I don't know how that's going to affect the show. Um, nothing's come of it. I mean, like I said, I read two articles about it, I think, a week ago, but uh, who who knows? But um, I haven't oh, seen I this. I, actually did. I saw it. I mean, I, I knew it came out, but I keep forgetting to watch the bit. I was very I watched the first episode of Solar Opposites when it came out and I was like, no, can't can't do this. It just didn't hit me right. It was too Rick and Morty in the beginning, yeah. and I'm and I was very much over Rick and not the show, but the fan base. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I was like, I was bored one day, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I was like, oh shit, this is actually really funny. And again, I think the best part was the Wall People, Absolutely. like how, like how, in, like the crazy depths that that story goes, oh and like oh, yeah. all the yeah, it's but yeah, good stuff. Uh, By the way, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the the Animaniacs reboot. If you want to talk about shade thrown at Hulu, man, that show goes full bore. I saw the first episode, and I just—it was a lot of just like, "Hey, remember this on Animaniacs? Remember this on the old Animaniacs?" And I was like, uh, "Okay, we get it. Like, you're you used to be an old show." I watched it. Um, I've been really hesitant about watching cartoon shows that are nostalgic to me um very much the same reason i haven't really caught up on ducktales uh though which sucks because it's canceled but i will tell you so, okay yeah it got it got canceled God i will tell you this 
So m- my son, you know, he's he's eight. He doesn't, uh, you know, he he doesn't have built-in nostalgia for things. Um, he loves the new Ducktales. Oh, that sucks. Um, yes. Yeah, him and him and him and my wife both really like. You know, the animation's great. I mean, the voice actors are all great. Um, you know, it, it's very much. There's a lot of great stuff of the the first version that they make callbacks to. They just flesh out. There's more characters. But man, I was um, just coincidentally, I was watching a video about the history of Darkwing Duck, and I was like, man, I used to love this. I used to love Launchpad McQuack, yeah. and like, yeah. uh, you know, and dude, I was like, man, this is like, it's not something I thought about for a long time, but it was just like nostalgia waves came through me strong. But I was like, man, I guess they're doing a, a they're doing a Chippendales uh, reboot. Reboot as well, and that was another classic one. Tailspin, man, all, all the classics. Yeah, uh, Tailspin. The the theme songs to those. First off, Ch 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 Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. But dude, I mean, the greatest of all time, though, the greatest theme song of all time is Gummy Bears. And I don't know if you remember it. It's a little bit before that, but if I start hear the opening chords, I start to cry. Uh-oh, is he going to get something? He's going to get his guitar. He's going to serenade us. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> official official uh, gruffy, uh, gruffy Gummy, an original wow, from the that's 80s. Uh, I, I Not a, a massive collector like you, Jimothy, but uh, when I was a kid, uh, my, my dad had got me a Gruffy Gummy. It was my prized possession. And I lost him. And a couple of years ago, my wife and my daughter found this guy on That's on awesome. eBay, uh, and and bought him for me. Uh, so he needs it originally. He came in the uh, with all his original stuff, and he's he's my uh, he's my one collectible that I uh, I cherish. I love it. And gummy bears, like, you know. So he is. He was my favorite gummy too. I, hey, I mean, you know. Um, well, that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I kind of wanted before we ended the show. I kind of wanted just to brag a little bit and, and show off my pickups from the past couple of days, if that's okay with y'all. Let's do it. Yeah, all right, show so, tell. All right. So the the I picked up two soundtracks. Uh, I picked up just. This isn't the original casing, I'm sure, but it's the uh, uh, the Judge uh, uh, yeah, okay. soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, one of my top three favorite movie soundtracks, which I never owned. I don't know why, but over the world now. Uh, and then I picked up this box set. I mean, I've, I've actually had a couple of them because, as some of y'all know, I, I do resell, uh, it, reselling as, as you know on, on the side. Uh, but I picked up uh, this uh, Star Wars trilogy VHS. And really quick, the one thing I, I wanted to see, I wanted wanted to show y'all, is like, dude, like the artwork, like the artwork on Empire Strikes Back is one of the best things ever. Like I want this as a poster now. Like it, it, it is amazing that stormtrooper and then. Um, what are they called? Oh, the ATSTs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. And, ASD, yeah. and then uh, just a couple of more things. I thought it was really cool. I uh, picked up dinosaur. This dinosaurs on VHS a while back. I thought it was dope. It's the saddest ending to a good TV show ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. And they're bringing it back though. That's the weirdest. Are weirdest they? Part. Yeah, I think they're bringing dinosaurs back. Last yes. time I checked, yeah. <laughs> ABC is just they're bringing back anything. I mean, like Roseanne. I mean, I mean, yeah, they brought yeah. Roseanne after Dan died. <laughs> like Dan died. Yeah, and then they killed end. her off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then this was pretty cool. Uh, it's uh, Gorehouse Greats, and like it has uh, uh, twelve movies over seventeen hours. Uh, such great. classics as uh, Satan's Slave, uh, uh, Nightmare in, oh. in uh, Nightmare in Wax. Uh, and one of uh, one of them I'm really looking forward to is a trip with the teacher. Uh, <laughs> we'll see uh, what the booby count on that one is. Uh, but the last right. one, the last one that I found today, I'm actually oh, I found it. Um, I, fa- I didn't bring it with me, but I, I found a Blu-ray trilogy for uh, Lord of the Rings, and I'm actually ex- kind of excited about that because it's it's been a while since I've seen the movies. But the one thing I'm really excited about today uh, was this Alien Legacy DVD set. And it has like all it has like all of them in there, so uh, I have a lot of things to watch. <laughs> uh, but that That's one's dope, yeah, that one's on the top of the list. Guys, I have some fun facts for you. Let's do You'd it. appreciate this. You're both gonna appreciate this because it's wrestling related. Uh oh. Um, and and you, you got stable subs. I'm trying to trying to. Uh, first of all, you guys would be very proud. My son came down the the, the stairs the other day and he said, uh, I said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I've been I've been watching some wrestling, and I'm like. 
getting into wrestling? And he's like, yeah, my, you know, my friends have a whole podcast about it. It's called Stable of the Studs. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to watch him. Uh, you know, let's see. Uh, I think he's watching like some WCW and old school stuff. Uh, yeah, old school stuff. He's but he's catching up. He's he's, he's wow. like, I really want to get into it. So I'm like, more power to you. So we've been talking about wrestling a lot. Two fun facts. One, did you know who played Freddy's stunt double in Freddy versus Jason? Should have been Kane then, huh? Or Diesel? Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. What did the stunts did the stunts for Robert England and couple in the battle scene between a couple between Freddie and Jason uh, when they're battling in the dream realm? Uh, he does the whole like gets thrown through the pipe scene. That's Ray Mysterio. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, the, know I know that. the sequence. Of that's I also, crazy. Uh, yeah, um, also the uh, the guy who plays uh, Jacob Goodnight in uh, See No Evil, uh, Kane. Kane mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently mm-hmm. in that movie. They don't show it, but apparently they made sure to call up that that character has a three foot penis <laughs> in that movie. Just random. So like I guess he's like he's he's a bigger dick than uh Jared Leto. No. Oh, a bigger dick than Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, what? Where did you what? <laughs> yeah. What I also you- didn't realize until the other day when I watched it that Hulk Hogan was in Gremlins too. Oh, that's the greatest sequence ever. There's an edit of that. There's like a three hour edit of that set, like of his like the I'm not gonna do it, but like they made a song out of the, his like movie theater thing. Look it up, you'll see it. But All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do YouTube it. I'm sitting there watching Gremlins too, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Hulk Hogan! <laughs> like, what's yeah. in this movie? We were talking. Yeah, there, there, it was like one of those early internet meme. Somebody like remixed that to be like a three hour video. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll find you. I'll, I'll find you, but, but uh, it's hysterical because. It's different, yeah. But yeah. But also, well, you know, great show. I, I like these open forum ones, man. Like it, it's good stuff. No, we didn't even talk about. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to bring that topic up. Yeah. We, uh, also, real quick, though. I think we're trying... No, go ahead. So, uh, you were talking about your physical media that you bought again. Uh, as somebody who's now recently uh, gotten the first round of. The uh, the uh, injections, the I mean, been chips and track the vaccines. Vaccines. Thank you. My old man brain is really rough tonight. But anyways, we're gonna have movie night. Have Derek? Have you seen Mahakal, the Indian Nightmare on Elm Street movie? I have not. So Massacre Video put it out. I ordered it. We are going to watch that at my house all together. And I figured. Maybe we can't do a live. Obviously, we can't do a live podcast, or maybe we could. I don't know, but we'll watch it. It is one of the most batshit movies you will ever see. And I think it's the perfect thing to watch together, and then we'll do an episode about it. This is my pro- pro- and I, we have an outdoor projector, big screen, watch outside, drink some beverages and stuff, and really get to town. So that's my perfect. offer to you soon. Yeah, you if it's, soon, if it's soon. anything like the Indian or Bollywood version of the Michael Jackson thriller. I'm already in. I'm already sold. Honestly, pretty much that's like that. That's awesome. I love that video. Consider it done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to us. I'm going to mute you really quick, uh, Roe Beast, because, you know, echo. Uh, But I'll I'll unmute you here in a sec. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Uh, But, yeah, but speaking of Jimothy James Dean, please check the link in the description down below if you are – uh, listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever your pl- uh, podcast platform is, exists. Uh, and check out, if your toys is your thing, uh, check out Robeast Reviews. The link will be down in the description. Please make sure you subscribe to his channel. You say the movie Misfits sent you, and uh, he'll give you 10% off his next video. Uh, and actually... Uh, speaking of money, uh, <laughs> speaking of shilling, he also has a Patreon. So if that is your thing, please, and you know, obviously we're not telling you to do it, uh, but if you feel compelled, if you feel compelled enough to, to do it, please consider subscribing to his Patreon. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Maybe we'll have one of our own uh, somewhere down the line, but we want them sponsors. We want that, that, that advertisement money, baby. That's what we want. Uh, but yeah. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, I'm Tank Rodriguez for uh, Robeast, Jimothy James Dean, Doctor Dirty Derek in the Hizzy. Uh, I it was for it, last time it was Jimothy. Go ahead, Doctor, send us out. 
Say, uh, this is for you, DMX. Oh, rip. Rip in peace. RIP, buddy. RIP, original gangster. Yeah, I agree. Thank you again for listening. Have a good night.